prepare mm. to play against them because you do not what you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> we could beat them six nil, or we could lose six nil. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. All right, 20 past nine on this Wednesday morning's OTB AM. Delighted to welcome the uh, former Leinster Ireland international Lions star and the current Leinster contact skills coach, Sean O'Brien, to the show this morning. Uh, Sean speaking ahead of the Ireland versus England legend, Legends charity match which will take place in Energia Park, Donnybrook, on St. Patrick's Day in aid of rugby charities both in Ireland and the UK. Tickets are available to purchase on universe.com. Sean, good morning. Um, the, good morning. The, the term charity match usually says uh, they're going to take it easy. It's nice and handy. But Ireland versus England never really pans out that way, does it? It'll, it'll get quite competitive, I'd imagine. Um, uh, yeah, I think I think it'll be a little bit competitive anyway. But um, I think from uh, previous years, it's been a very good spirited game anyway. And nothing, nothing too major happens. So it's more about... Um, the after the after party and um, the charity is what more people are focused on rather than the rugby. So, um, well, it should be an entertaining game, and uh, looking forward to being a part of it. Presumably, you have to keep yourself in decent nick then for all of these these charity matches that crop up because you just never know when you're going to get the call up. <laughs> well, I'm back training there now. I put I pulled the hammy off the bone uh, four and a half months ago now, so. I'm back, hopefully back with Nace in the next couple of weeks. But um, I think that game will be my my intro back into rugby um, as such. So um, yeah, I'm I'm training away and uh, keeping myself in reasonable condition anyway. Uh, we we will take a, a good look ahead to to this weekend's game, uh, Sean. Scotland Ireland Murrayfield Sunday afternoon three o'clock. It's always a fixture that brings up a little bit of spice in the build up. Um, 2017, I guess, and Busgate being one of the the famous. The famous incidents, the the twenty seven twenty two defeat for Ireland uh, on that occasion. What do you remember about that day? Because Murrayfield is is a tough place to go, generally speaking. But when you have, I guess, an incident that uh, derails the the build up to the kick off, doesn't help matters. No, it doesn't, I suppose. And I think you know everyone's talking about twenty seventeen and uh, even twenty fourteen as well, and a few bits and pieces like that to bring it up to pass. I think this this whole team is just in a different. Mm. Uh, mindset now in a different place completely so um, nothing really phases them I don't. I think they've, they've prepped really well obviously and you can see that in the way they've attacked the first three games um, so nothing, nothing will change I don't think this weekend the one, the one thing that I'm worried about is that Scotland have uh, have been playing the best rugby they've played in the last few years so um, their attack is very good their defence is very good um, their set piece is really strong so they have developments in their game that have improved an awful amount and they're a very dangerous side. So Ireland will have to be defensively brilliant uh, this weekend to uh, negate the threats that Scotland have. How much what, How much do you read into the Italy game, Sean? Like on, on the one level, Ireland um, coughed up a few tries, weren't great. But on the other, like it's surely good to come through a, a challenge like that as well and to maybe learn more about the team as well and the players on the fringes. Ah, yeah, I, th- I think it is. I think if you look back at the game and you br- and you break it down to minute details of it, it's it's it was the basics that we done that we didn't do really well at times against Italy. Um, you know, whether that be a defensive read or a, a silly offload or um, a fifty-fifty ball. And um, to be fair to Italy, I think they've they've grown an awful amount. Um, you know, their attack, even though at times it's it's chaotic and madness from their own twenty-two. I think their attack has has come on leaps and bounds. 
And the one thing that Italy are, are good at in this championship is they've been very disciplined, which in 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 uh, previous years has been very very poor. And that's probably the thing that gives teams access is discipline and how good you are at it. So Italy, to be fair, have come on an awful amount, and they've they've given every every game they've been involved in they've they've caused trouble. So um, they're getting a lot better. So you have to give hats off to them first. And then Ireland just weren't they just weren't clinical enough with. Um, that decision making I thought at times and the smarts around the game but they'll have learned a lot from that and you know they know if they defend like that this weekend that they'll be in big trouble That's got, That uh, Scottish centre partnership Sean is um, is concerning for Ireland something to, to certainly have to contend with we were discussing Finn Russell there before you came on um, I know he had to go back and play with Rassing last weekend part of his contract Um which is maybe a minor distraction that he didn't need during the Six Nations, but uh, c'est la vie. Um, how, how can Ireland contend with that with that pairing? Because it clearly, looking on paper, is one of the the, the areas that Scotland will will be most dangerous. Yeah, they will. Their, their whole backline is very dangerous. I think the the important thing for Ireland is to not defend any individuals. Um, you know, and defend as one big green wall. I think. Um, you know, if you start if you start really going after Russell and everyone has that mindset to go after Russell or to go after you Jones or whoever may be this playing, it's uh, you know, it's it's that's what they want. Finn Russell wants someone to jump out at him. Finn Russell wants someone to put a lot of pressure on him because there's space either side of him then. So if people aren't connected or a defensive line isn't connected with Finn Russell in front of you, you're asking for trouble. So it's just about staying connected and, and you know, the the micro chat and communication that the boys will have this weekend will be very important about when to go get them, when they're together or when not to go and get them and just keep our line. Um, so, you know, it's important that he feels pressure, but but the right pressure um, and not individual pressure where someone's just trying to go and solve something or try and shut them down quickly. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's going to be a team effort, I think, defensively this weekend. Funny, I'm looking at one of the comments coming in here on the on the YouTube. Scotland will want to leave the stadium after five minutes. It will be too easy for Ireland. Like Andy Dunn was on with uh, with Jerry Thornley on I think it was Wednesday night rugby last weekend, and he was saying he, he, he thinks Ireland will, yeah very, very confident. Ireland will do a number on them. I think is the phrase he used. Uh, Twelve to fifteen yeah. points, that kind of bracket. It, Sean, it strikes me that this Irish team, regardless of all this talk and the hype and expectation in some quarters that Ireland will quote unquote do a number on Scotland. There seems to be no complacency in this Irish squad whatsoever. No, I don't think there is at the minute. And, you know, people will obviously expect, they expect Ireland to win against Scotland at the weekend. Um, and the lads probably expect to win, obviously, as well, and want to win. But, like, it's a different kettle of fish going over into into the middle of Murrayfield with a very dangerous Scottish team that are in a different place than they were 12 months ago. Um, so, you know, that... They have to contend with that first and foremost, and make sure physically they're there early on in the game. And yeah, I think yeah, I think Ireland will win, obviously, and um, I think they'll break them eventually. But there's a lot of factors in the game, and as I said, defensively, I think they're going to have to be brilliant this weekend. Um, you know, but I, I'd be very wary of this game. I this is the one that I said at the start of the championship that uh, was going to be the trickiest. So. I don't think it'll be twelve or fifteen points, but I think I think there'll probably be it could be six or nine maybe in the end. But um, yeah, it's it's it's, it's going to be a cracking weekend, I think, for Robbie. How would you assess the respective packs in the game? Um, I think I think the I think the Scottish scrum is flying at the minute, um, 
and their set piece has been pr- pretty good. I think Ireland's, I think Ireland would be, I'd, I'd say they're disappointed with with what they got out of their uh, line out attack the last time, um, and there's little elements in the scrum. So I think we'll see, we'll hopefully see a different animal now this weekend because they're going to have to be better. Um, so it's fairly evenly matched, I think. And you know you have the likes of Tyg and these boys as well are, are coming back in. So Ireland will have a bit of fresh energy there. That's that's a, an excellent point. Like the, the the fact that Ireland have managed to to do so well, uh, Sean, without Jameson Gibson Park, without Tyg Furlong, um, some of these players that are that are so important, Robbie Henshaw being another one as well. The strength and yeah. depth is clearly is clearly there. And like I mean, I'm not getting too far ahead of myself thinking about Ireland Scotland and. In Paris on October seventh, but to win a World Cup or to to get deep into a tournament like that, you need that strength and depth, and clearly that's there. Yeah, it, it is there now, and I, and I think I said during the week, um, I think there's going to be more players that are going to put their hands up in the in the coming months. Like it, there's a lot of rugby to be played between now and the World Cup, um, so it's great. To, it's great that Ireland can be successful without a tight furlong, James Gibson Park, Robbie Henshaw. Um, even at Gary Ringrose the last time, um, you know they're 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 key players within the within that within that team. So it's it's great that we have the depth now and the people and the confidence in those people to just go here. You're you're starting this again, and it's seamless. Um, you look at someone like Tom O'Toole, like how go- how good he's been since he's mm-hmm. come in. He's been brilliant, um, and the centres McCluskey, uh, brilliant as well. Um, so I'm, I'm glad to see all those boys that are actually taking their chance now and going really well. Tom O'Toole, like, could he do a job from the start? Like on the other side of the things, I guess. Take for long it depends how fit he is, whether he starts the game or not. But but O'Toole has been been a revelation and done the done the job as you say exactly what it says on the tin every time he's come in. He's been brilliant. Yeah, I think I think Tom will have a lot of confidence from. From what he's the impact he's had on games since he's come in, so if he were to start him, I, I don't see why he wouldn't have that confidence and, um, you know, add to the game what he brings with that ball kind ability and his work rate. So it's great to have tight heads that are able to do that throughout our squad. Um, so yeah, he's uh, he's been very good. He's been excellent in the games he's come on. He's he made a real impact. Um, so it's 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 great to see. And because you would worry about that position up until. Um, up until a couple of months ago, you'd worry about the depth we have there, but we've 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 covered now, and it's um, it's a, it's a great place to be. Yeah, is there clarity in the outhouse situation now, Sean? Do you think? I th- I think there is. Yeah, I think there is. I still think um, you know Ross has done very well. Um, I think he would have been probably frustrated after the last game in terms of um, just the cohesion between him and and Stu and um, Bundy probably wasn't where it needed to be in terms of like he has two big boys outside him trying to move around trying to communicate um, they're different kind of to a ringer or, or a henshaw in, in terms of the communication and, and the way they're able to work off the ball so um, but I do think he's he's been excellent um, and then you have someone like Jack in the background there that's in, involved in the squad involved in the squad seeing what's going on, learning from the likes of Johnny, learning from Ross as well, young player who's who's who has a bit about him. I, I, I really like him. I like the way he he likes contact as well. He likes um getting involved in breakdowns and bits and pieces and he's a niggly player. Uh for a ten that's it's great to have. Um so to have that depth now and then underneath that then you then you've you have another few boys who are who are chomping at the bit to get back in. 
Um, where's Caelan Doris' best position, Sean? Because he, he played the first two games at number eight, uh, number six against Italy. Seems to have that little bit more... He seems to enjoy number eight slightly slightly more and have that little bit of freedom. But where do you think he's, he's best utilised? It's a good problem to have, I guess. Yeah, it's a good problem to have. I think eight is his position, though. It's it's just where he has played his best rugby, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's that's him nailed on there in my in my head anyway. Um, I don't think there's anyone really challenging him too much at the minute in that eight jersey. Um, so he's he's just been phenomenal, though. His stats and his uh, his work rate and his little touches and uh, his skill set has been his has been phenomenal, really. Um, and one of the things that makes Ireland really good at the minute. Um, he's a very, very important player for us. That that thing you mentioned about young players getting a chance and and you know Andy Farrell not being afraid to to kind of change things around game to game. You know players like uh, John Hadnett, Jamie Osborne that that maybe aren't getting massive game time at the moment. They can stay encouraged and and even for that thirty two man World Cup squad, they can be massively encouraged because Andy Farrell clearly has no issues throwing youth in there. Absolutely, and I think you know. As I said, there's a there's a bit of bit of rugby to be played between now and then. Um so those boys are going to challenge, obviously. Those boys are going to be they're the ones who are, are chasing the boys who are in that position at the minute. And you even have the likes of a, a Ryan Baird as well, who who who's trying to kick on and push on. Um so the the senior lads or the older crew that's in there are going to be under pressure. They know that there's pressure there, but on the flip side of that, it drives them to be better, it drives their standards as well. So it's 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 a great place that the whole environment is in and the depth that we have and the younger guys that aren't even in the environment that are playing well week in, week out with their provinces. Um, so it's, it's all it's, it's positive in terms of who we have in the production line and, and you know, where they're going. So it's, it's a great place for Irish rugby to be in and a great place for provinces to be in too. Uh, predictions, Sean? For for this weekend, uh, you sound you sound reasonably confident, but as you like as you say, it's tough. It's tough to do a grand slam when when the teams are so evenly matched at the moment. And Scotland look look different than they have done in previous years. Absolutely, and I I said at the start of the year um, that I didn't think there would be a grand slam win- winner, but mm-hmm. you know just seeing the way the Irish team have have gone about their business, um, you know it it is a possibility. Obviously, I'd love to see it. Um, I still think Ireland will be too good this weekend. Um, so I'm going to say Ireland by six. We take that. I think we take that. Are there any mad team selections or, or players you'd throw into the, the starting fifteen? Um, like just looking at the squad, you've got Kieran Frawley back in, Sexton of course back in the team. No place for Joey Carberry again, but there are options there. Yeah, there are options there. Um, there's lots of options. I don't think I like the selection. I think Andy and the, and the coaching staff have been spot on. Um, in my eyes, anyway, um, it's been great. It's great balance, I think, um, within the team. And um, they tried a few things in Italy. Uh, some of them might have uh, might need a bit of fine tuning, but in general, I think um, you know the team. The team kind of picks itself at the minute um, when everyone is fit. And uh, you know the the bench we have is incredibly strong now as well. So it's it's a great great complaint to have. Yeah, it's all positive. All roads to Murrayfield this Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock. Sean, great stuff as always. Thanks a million. Thanks, lads. Cheers. Brilliant. Sean O'Brien there.